Activate Glitter Charm Phone. Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot and fire prince, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert living on what looks like Mars, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brenna McCullough. Your anime confetti black ops unit that's digging its way through the trenches of hell. <laughs> wow. Uh, so yes, uh, we are all on the West Coast. Uh, we are all embracing the new era of fire that is uh, <laughs> starting. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm embracing my ancestral uh, inheritance, uh, being the son of a fire chief. So I am fire prince, and I am I'm using this as an opportunity to uh, stake my claim for all of the West Coast. Oh. I've been playing a lot of Crusader Kings three, so uh, I have domination on my mind. <laughs> all, all hail Prince Dugan. I'm in. I was wondering how 2020 could get worse, and then the this Fire Nation it. attacked. Oh, yes. I mean, I mean, Dugan being the Fire Prince. That's not it. <laughs> I. Mm, d- d- where where are we at? We'll we see. Zuko. We Ozai. We'll what? Mm. The only time will tell. <laughs> uh, no one will know what the smoke is doing to our brains. We'll see how corrupted I become. Just just getting ready for that nuclear winter. Just just prepping with this whole lack of sun and never leaving my apartment ever again. I mean, you've been studying on that field for decades, so you I have a master's degree. <laughs> <laughs> it's my life's work. <sighs> but yeah, so uh, what do we have going on this week? This week we got a listener recommendation from Ribbon Quest on Twitter. So, figure we had a good time with some dogs. Let's trust our listeners to guide us. Into another good show. So we're watching Glitter Force. Yeah. So uh, this is a series from 2012. Uh, is this something either of you have heard of? No. Nope. Perfect. Same well, here. Well, I've heard of Pretty Cure, and this is an offset of Pretty Cure. Yeah, when I looked this up, I got very confused. And yeah, it's that there's another name for it, Smile Precure. Yeah. I- and then when I looked in the Wikipedia page for that, it says it is the ninth installment in the Pretty Cure meta series featuring the seventh generation of cures. And Can you guys hear that? Yes. Yes. Is, is Someone, there an ice cream truck? Let me tell you, I Uh-oh. think I found out about this person when I came to look at this apartment. This person <laughs> was... This Wait, person I'm sorry, was, can... Oh, they're driving away now. Oh, it's a car. Yeah. Sorry, I so, just, before it drove away, I wanted to get that clear. <laughs> just a clean cut. <laughs> but so it was like, I think the, the property manager told me it's like, she was like a nurse in Ohio, and she just like dropped everything to move here and have a snow cone truck. <laughs> oh my God. I think that's who that is. Because that's not the first time that they've come through, and the truck is like, it's got, it's, it's an experience to look at. I am amazed it's the first time we've talked about it. I yeah. didn't, I forgot about it, kind of. 
Uh, I'm I'm so glad we caught this. This is just delightful. Some some <laughs> ragtime piano to raise our hopes with the entertainer and some snow cones. <laughs> uh, I'll oh. chase her down one day and buy one. You know it is. <laughs> we need feedback. We need a review. <laughs> uh, anyway. At- uh, at uh, one of my old apartments, I lovingly refer to as the Broken Glass Factory, uh, there was a neighbor who had a cucaracha car horn that would just, <laughs> at least once a day, you would just hear in the distance. <laughs> I love that. It was delightful. <laughs> my, the only good thing about living there. Uh, where I'm currently living, every now and then I'm woken up in the morning by my neighbor's cat vomiting. Mm. How do you hear that? The walls are real thin, and I'm sure they fucking hate how many podcasts I do. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) If you have to wake up to their cat vomiting, they can deal with you speaking for four hours every weekend. (laughs) I don't know. My dad stayed with me one time, and he could hear me from the stairwell, so I think I'm pretty loud. Oh, God. Everybody. Now all of China knows you're here. <laughs> Turns out we got a lot of listeners. They're all in my apartment building and they don't want to be listeners anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's unwilling a- <laughs> listeners. Of our hostile audience. <laughs> That's who's review bombing us on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Told this kid to shut up. <laughs> well, anyway. Anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. This is like the ninth generation of Pretty Cure, and like the seventh like group of them. Or I don't, I don't, I know nothing about this. So when I saw those numbers on the Wikipedia page, I was very intimidated. Yeah, we're not deep enough into the lore, and oh god, I don't think we will ever be. <laughs> I don't like hearing the word metaverse in any regard, especially <laughs> about anime. <laughs> it's a dangerous field we walk on. God, it's it's. I've I've spent my time with Marvel and their bullshit multiverse. I can't deal with it anymore. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, shall we jump on in? Let's, Let's. get sparkly. Yeah, Glitter. We're, we're watching episodes eleven through thirteen of the dub because apparently that's important. Yeah. Uh. Dynasties. We're in the era of fire, and now the era of five kids. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really did have the four kids vibe to it, but for the next generation. Mm-hmm. Like, viscerally, I was like, how... It, are, are we sure this is from 2012? Because it, <laughs> it just reeks of 90s anime. The animation looked better. Yeah, the writing like, oh, yeah. did it not. Looks, it looks too good to it be was, from then. Yeah, yeah, definitely cleaner, but plot-wise and character-wise, it was just oh, so for kids. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, the opening had uh, Saban, uh, the like the title card or the production card, and I was like, mm, getting that Power Rangers energy in there. Let's see what that Power Ranger merchandising budget bought us uh, twenty <laughs> years later. So. Oh boy, uh, yeah. But Glitter Force, we start off. Glitter Force, start off at episode eleven. So I'm not gonna bother learning anyone's names. They're magical girls that are just gonna be colors. Uh, 
So we open up with yep, yellow. Yep. I I agreed. I I thought about it for a second. I was like, it's not worth it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I might know their magical girl names. I sure as shit don't know their real names. So, and then I'm oh, just gonna. I go. learned uh, their magical girl names in like the last five minutes of the last. Episode. <laughs> they said them enough. I just I checked out during the transformation sequence. <laughs> if I'm being honest, <laughs> I was like, all right, here we go again. Um. So yeah, it starts off with the yellow girl showing everyone her art, and then this small monster appears out of one of their purses, and I was like, "Oh, I, mm, I hate this monster. <laughs> I, this I little you call it a monster. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's cute. It's a little, a little pixie thing, and oh boy, oh no, oh who's that voice? Sounds oh, so familiar. Hmm, uh, the dulcet tones of Zatch Bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh god you think that would have endeared me to it nope <laughs> I feel, now you know how I feel yeah, I was gonna this say, is I know, my Zatch Bell I feel this way about this character as you guys felt about Zatch Bell <laughs> you um, understand <laughs> it's not that I never understood it's that I just don't care <laughs> <laughs> I just need you to feel how I feel <laughs> So, yeah, this little creature pops out. Surprisingly, the only character whose name I remember is the creature, and their name is Candy. Because um, my episode is just revolves around Candy. So, little creature pops out. It's like this... It's hard to even explain. It kind of looks like a clown. Like, a, like all white with, like, pink around the eyes and then big yellow puffballs and then, like, a weird pink frill collar. I don't know. She's my OC. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they're talking, the girls are all talking about their, making their travel diary. And that um, the girl in yellow showing off the cover she drew. And it turns out it's for a school field trip. Where they're going to go to, I already forgot. Uh, they're going to go to a city for it's a It's the Pacific. Uh, the Asia Asian Pacific, Pacific Expo. Pacific Expo. Yeah. So whatever that is, some sort of expo about Asia Pacific. And... Uh, they're talking about like, oh boy, I can't wait to go on this overnight field trip, which I never did. Have you guys ever did done an overnight field trip? Um, I did overnight field trips with like, well, uh, at least one with like band, like when I was in marching band in uh, high school. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Same but, thing like through orgs rather than just, yeah, class. the whole class is going here. Okay. Mm-hmm. I never did anything in high school, so that probably explains it. Like, uh, we did one time take a, like, bus trip to New York, but we were back the same day. So not, yeah. like, overnight trips. Yeah, I never did overnight stuff, except for, like, ski club or, like, you know, language clubs going international or something. But never, mm-hmm. like, just a class. So that always strikes me as odd when we see this in an anime, because it seems to be kind of common. Mm. Yeah. I'm jealous. Anyway. <laughs> I wish that was me. I wish I could do a five-page book report on some weird city I've never been to. <laughs> I wish that were me right now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so uh, they're talking about the field trip, and Candy is talking about, like, trying to get involved. Like, oh, boy, I can't wait to go with all you guys. And the blue girl's the nerd, so she's the Ida. And she reminds everyone, like, ah, don't forget about her book report that I'm sure excited to do. And they're just like, oh, buzzkill. Shut up, Hermione. <laughs> no one asked you, nerd. And uh, so then 
Pink tells Candy, I'm just referring to the other colors, uh, <laughs> tells Candy that uh, monsters aren't, monsters, creatures aren't allowed, pixies aren't allowed. <laughs> you uh, stupid freak aren't welcome. <laughs> only it's humans. Specifically in the permission slip. <laughs> <laughs> no abominations on the bus. And uh, Candy just starts screaming because, great, it's also a little monster and a child, apparently, and just throw, starts throwing a tantrum. Uh, and then we get the opening. Nice. Yep, we get the opening, and uh, yeah, this is magical girl, all right? This, this magical girl as hell. And it's coming back. <laughs> it's all coming back to us. No, I mean the. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Hide the kids. Anyway, lock those doors. Just ignore that. Just wanted to make everyone aware that that's happening. Uh, do you keep this in the whole time I'm talking? It feels appropriate for the show. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, it foreshadowed this show very well because there's a strong <laughs> carnival aesthetic. There is. That kind of really caught me off guard. Get back out onto the street, snow cone truck. <laughs> do your duty. Look out, it's a buffoon. Oh, no. Hold on, I gotta go out onto my balcony and salute my troops. <laughs> uh huh. Boys in blue. Um, <laughs> so while Pink is asleep, Candy contacts her brother, who is a lion creature. Oh, yeah. I already forgot. Yeah, same. Pops up once and then never yeah. again. I, I was like, oh, d- is this the yellow one? Do they all have little creatures? No. I, I guess this is just someone from her home planet or something. Uh <laughs> And she's like, I want to go on the trip, but they won't let me. And he's like, don't worry, sis. You just got to toughen up and you got to protect the city from the Shadow Realm forces. Great. We're tied to Yukio. I love this. Uh, (laughs) And while he's like lecturing her, like, you got to be the protector of the city while the Glitter forces, you're already asleep. Cool. You're asleep while I'm talking. Why am I here? (laughs) Guess I'll go fuck myself. (laughs) And then uh, we cut to uh, a furry. An old little witch and a big dumb ogre. And real talk, this is us. Pick, <laughs> pick who you are, because this is us. Well, I want to be the clown man. All right, you can be. The, you can get the fourth option. Yay! I, I will be troll ogre. All right, I'm the little witch. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave the furry. Yeah, no one wanted it's... to be the furry. No one wanted to. Take I was on super that sure one of you were going to pick furry. <laughs> I would, but I just love this clown man. Yeah, I guess if there wasn't a clown boy, that's the obvious pick. Uh, anyway, furry, old witch, and ogre are playing cards. And then they're like, haha, I win. It's like, how do you win? You change the rules every time. It's like, because I win. It's like, great, I love it. <laughs> just nonsense. And then, yeah, the clown boy explodes out of the cards onto the table. And he says, haha, I've been collecting negative energy to revive our master. I was like, great, love it. Very simple, uh, easy to follow. Uh, he says, I've been slowed down by the glitter force, though. So I'm going to give you these steroids. I mean, blue noses, wink. Uh, I When he <laughs> showed them to, to this group and they were like, what are those? And he went blue. I was like, don't. <laughs> don't don't do, don't this. do don't, it don't do it don't do it blue noses it's like oh, thank god thank Woo. you oh god. dodge that bullet <laughs> uh, i really thought they were gonna put them on like when we he gives them out i was like oh they'll put them on and get powered up like that's mm. how this works 
And I was ki- I was pretty disappointed that's not how it works. Yeah, yeah, I was so excited to just have an army of clowns. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically, boy, oh, they kind of were the villains, but I just wanted an army of them. Just a bunch of weird <laughs> monsters just in clown makeup. I wanted to see that little old witch clownified. <laughs> just what would that be like? Um Anyway, he said, the cloud boy says, like, uh, while they're all fighting the glitter force with those blue noses, I'll instead focus on getting the miracle jewel. Mwahahaha. Uh, and looking it up, because some of the voices sound familiar in the dub, Keith Silverstein is, like, three-fourths of this villain group. He voices everyone but the little old witch. Oh, wow. damn. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like that, he just covered a whole, like, half the cast right there. <laughs> Clown him up. <laughs> furry clown ogre got it i'm in keith's your boy and uh then we cut back to a brainstorming session in the classroom about what they want to do on the field trip and this punk ass kid named ian suggests they ian. Ha- he suggests they have a pillow fight and it's at this point i was like how old are they what grade are these kids in? <laughs> yeah <laughs> what's happening here <laughs> They have enough autonomy to go wander around a strange city alone for the day, but they're like, let's have a candy and pillow fight. Yeah. I was like, if this is high school, my high school is like, let's get fucked up. It's like, what? It's like, I'm going to buy liquor in a different country when my chaperone is not looking. It's like, huh. (laughs) And then these kids are having pillow fights. I was like, okay. But, you know, kid show makes sense. Um and everyone just starts suggesting, you know, stuff that only they would like. It's like, let's go to the museum. It's like, nerd. It's like, let's go to this, you know, international food court. And it's like, fatty. And it's like, no, that one sounds good. That no, guy's, yeah, that, he's smart. Yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. It's an expo. my dream. Yeah, gotta get all those different flavors. Uh, and then everyone starts getting loud. And then Candy pops out and he yells like, uh, hey, everyone, stop fighting it. Everyone turns to look at her, but then quickly Ida grabs her and puts her away because she's got to hide because you can't know about the sentient toys. And then uh, they get they break up in the groups to discuss what they want to do as a you know small group. And it, like for five minutes, Candy just keeps yelling. They keep smothering her, and everyone looks over like, "What was that?" And it happens like three or four times. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I, I get it. I get it. It happened three times because of comedy. It's the rule. <laughs> right. You know course. the famous comedy rule, make the same exact joke three times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we see the girls uh, go off after school and they start working on their travel diaries. And then <laughs> yeah, in my nose, I, this Jimmy Neutron sounding ass motherfucker keeps yelling, <laughs> spilling tea everywhere. <laughs> um, we do find out that Candy is indeed voiced by Debbie Derryberry. <laughs> Uh, and then yeah Candy uh, runs off because she spills tea on everything and ruins everyone's travel diaries and then Ida goes running off after her to comfort her even though Ida's not her parent Pink is I guess and then they have shared custody (laughs) (laughs) they're Mormons they all raised the child together Um, Candy says she's feeling uh, useless as a pixie which is the first time I realized she was a pixie and not just some horrible abomination um and then while she runs off after the talking to uh the furry catches her and puts her in a little cage and uh he's like yeah you're pretty useless you're so useless let me brag to you and explain my entire plan because nothing will come out of this and yeah he just rants about the blue noses and what they'll do and how the monsters created with it will be immune to the glitter force magic so they'll just burn out their energy and he'll defeat them 
Like, this scene hit me so viscerally in the four kids spot of my brain <laughs> that I was like, oh, it's a Saturday afternoon. It's about 70 degrees. And, yeah. and Got a bowl I'm, Reese's I'm Puffs. about to go hang out at my grandma's house for the afternoon because my parents are working. I was yeah. like, that level of, oh, shit, this is four kids. Yeah. <laughs> this is both four kids and four kids. <laughs> yes. And then... um. <laughs> so yeah he monologues and spills his whole plan um and then after he does that he uh yeah, was he captures her and then runs off and then we next we see all the girls buying snacks for the field trip and it takes this long for pink to realize like hey wait a minute candy's not here i haven't heard screaming coming out of my purse every five minutes for the last two hours <laughs> i'm weirdly calm and not stressed <laughs> where's my good friend <laughs> And then uh, while they're in the store, the furry appears outside and challenges them. And then he activates, like, this book where he just slaps, like, oil in. And then everyone in the vicinity gets sad and just, like, collapses. He's like, ha-ha, I'm absorbing all of the negative energy. And he's like, and now you'll have to fight my blue-nosed buffoon. The real villain is depression. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Maybe that's the twist of the show. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> the, we overcame all of our problems through the power of therapy and explaining <laughs> how we feel. Um, so he uses the blue nose, and I guess it just grabs something that's nearby. So it grabbed, like, a little capsule toy vending machine and transforms that into a big old blue buffoon nose monster. And uh, sure enough, the furry then explains the whole plan again to the Glitter Force of how he's going to defeat them. And uh, they all transform, which they all guess, I guess, yeah, I guess they all transform through their, like, makeup, what is it, like, powder? Compact. Compact, it's that's the word. Compact. That's the word, thank you. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, they all use their compacts and transform into the Magical Girls, and <laughs> in my notes I say I refuse to write down the names. Um, they fight this capsule machine monster, uh, but it can't stay down because it's absorbing all of their powers. And then uh, it throws out capsules and captures everyone except for Ida, who is, I guess, the only one smart enough to dodge it. And while Ida keeps coming up with a... No, it was during the fight, Ida keeps trying to come up with a plan of like, hey guys, this isn't working. Maybe we should try it. And all of them just ignore her and keep running in and shooting at it and nothing happens. It's like, wow. Well, just listen to the one person trying to come up with a strategy. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, then the capsule monster captures all of them except for Ida. And then, uh, yeah, so the furry reveals the whole strategy of, like, yeah, you'll waste all of your energy and then I'll capture you. And then the whole time it keeps cutting away back to Candy, like, trying to escape from her cage, like, rocking it back and forth. And then uh, we see the Ida tries to freeze the monster to slow him down because she's got ice powers because she's blue. That's how this works. And... Uh, Candy was able to break free out of her cage and she just drops down out of the sky and says, watch out guys the blue buffoon's immune to all of your powers and he's going to just try to burn away your energy so he can capture you when you're all tired it's like, yeah, that that already happened, you're super Thank late you. and he yes. already told us this like we we couldn't know anymore so just like <laughs> I I know how the episode ends i know they're like candy you're one of us you helped us it's like you are so useless candy <laughs> and then actively they ask, hindering the team and every step <laughs> they even ask like candy you know all about this you're a pixie what can we do and candy's like 
beats me. It's like, wow, <laughs> really? Come Have on. you tried go fucking yourself? <laughs> Why are you even here? And then, uh, yeah, the furry just starts shitting on candy. Like, yeah, you are useless. It's like, no, we all agree. You don't need to pile on. You don't need to pile on anymore. That's why I'm here. Hey, then, it's assumed but not said out loud. <laughs> it's the unspoken rule here. Uh, and then uh, Candy starts crying, and then Ida stands up for her. Like, no, you're part of the team. We're all in this together. And all the girls cheer, uh, cheer up Candy, saying nice things. And then all of a sudden, they break free of the capsules for reasons. And through the power, the power of, fr- of friendship, yeah. Brendan. Yeah. God, <laughs> I should have known. And then, with the power of friendship, Candy give, is able to give them glitter charms, which powers them all up and gives them tiara mode. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> sure. It, and then, it's like their regular mode, except it works this time. <laughs> this time it works. <laughs> Why? Uh, uh, so they all attack the blue buffoon together. And then defeat it, and the furry runs away. And it turns out the ch- the clown boy was watching this whole time. And he's saying, huh, maybe this candy creature can help me find the miracle jewel. And then we see cut to all the girls walking home, reflecting on how they all beat the monster through teamwork and working together. And they said they couldn't do it alone, so they always have to work as a team. So they learned their lesson. They super learned their lesson. And it won't keep coming up for two more episodes. <laughs> and they say, you know what, Candy? You can come on the field trip after all. Because you're the part of the team. We're the Glitter Force 6. We're, at this point, so afraid you're just going to abandon us and run away. We need to include you at this pivotal moment. <laughs> <laughs> you're the only reason we defeated that monster. It's weird that you held off on that power-up until the 11th episode of our adventure. But okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, this feels, I don't know, doesn't feel like we missed anything. <laughs> That's about it. And then we get the ending. And uh, bef- before the credits, the credits are just, you know, still image and then the credits. But before the credits, there's this very uh, uncomfortable 3D model <laughs> dance sequence with all the girls. And like, it just, they look lanky and weird and like dead in the eyes. And it's just like. I hated this part. This yeah, part made I'm gonna me real uncomfortable. It. I'm going to learn the dances. <laughs> <laughs> going to rule TikTok. <laughs> but, like, that paired with the song, it had this, like, very strange, like, going into a minor key at just, like, weird parts. It yeah. felt a little ominous. Haunted. It, yeah. It truly like... had a haunted vibe. It felt like Madoka Magica where it's like after a certain episode, this ending's going to be different <laughs> and they're going to be like hollowed out black eyes and like blood is going to be pouring from them, but they're still going to be dancing and be like, this is terrible. Like it <laughs> felt very stiff and awkward. And I was like, I don't like this. I love it. Okay. That's episode 11. So on episode 12, they're on their way to the expo. They're so excited. They're on the train. Pink is probably the most excited of them all. She goes to pull some snacks out of her bag, but wah wah, Candy ate them all. Aw, oh, jeez. Aw, that's why they call you Candy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the characters reacted that way when they make their own jokes. Um, but Pink is like, I'm not going to let anything ruin this trip. Um, and then they get there, and the teacher gives them a few rules, and then just lets these 
12 year olds go yeah they just wander alone like they bump into chaperones but they're never with a chaperone i was like who gives kids this much free reign on a field trip in a strange city i guess they think they're responsible enough i mean i guess they are they're super um and they see a replica of a japanese temple and blue is the one who knows what it is she's like i read a book about it i could i could recite some chapters and they're like dweeb we're not on this Um, field trip to learn idiot (laughs) dummy um and then pink is like staring down into the pond at some koi fish and then she notices that Candy is, like, on her shoulder or something. And she's like, oh, my God, no, you have to hide. And she, like, freaks out and she falls into the pond. Oops. No oh boy. I feel like wah-wah should just be played throughout this entire recap. Wah-wah. <laughs> um, and then Yellow is, uh, they, she sees, a like, a fortune-telling kiosk thing. So they all go and they get their little fortune slips and they all have good luck. Except for Pink. She has bad luck. No way. Oh. Uh, and all of the girls are like, mm, don't worry about what that fortune says. Y- you're glitter lucky. And she's like, yeah, I am. That's her That's her glitter Sona. Uh. She's lucky. <laughs> because the other ones represent elements. But she's pink. So Yeah, it's just a very strange assortment of what their powers are. Like one's spring, one's yeah. sunny, one's yeah. peace, one's she's luck. She's peace, but she's lightning. Like, yeah, well, some of them have do have like clear elemental things of like spring is like, yes, nature, g- green yeah. grass. Fire, and, wind, water, yeah. or ice. But Yeah, it's uh, yeah. weird. I mean, what's more peaceful than lightning? Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, real quick! When Pink gets her bad fortune, there's just a crazy camera angle, like on her face, of like, oh yeah, it's like it's a, like the insane anime person angle. It's I like love it. A wide fisheye lens, but then like from her chin looking up, and I'm just it's good. I, it really caught me off guard. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, because nothing it's, else we've seen is like that. It's something new. I'm into <laughs> it. Um. And they're hanging out near this bridge, and they ask someone to take a picture of them, but in the first one, Pink is cut off, and then they just, like, keep asking people to take pictures, but, like, they're blurry, or it's too bright, or whatever. So they're like, oh, let's just take a selfie, but then they blink, and they're like, oh, let's try one more time, but then the camera dies. Oh, and it's Pink's camera, so. Bad luck. Bad luck. Quack, quack. <laughs> and then they go to a, like a gift shop and uh, she tries to get the attention of a shopkeep and he turns around and knocks a bunch of dolls over on her. Um, and then they're eating ice cream. <laughs> I thought this was so funny when they like the rest of them are eating their ice cream and then Pink goes up to them. And she's like, oh, you just started eating without me. That's cool, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that line kind of threw me off. I was like, oh, <laughs> she's really yeah, hurt so by funny that. To me. Like. Some of the, like, adaptation things do hit in that four kids way of, like, this is very clearly not even close to how they tried to do it in the original, but they are like, oh, yeah, fuck me, I guess. Okay. (laughs) Just, like, just very (laughs) slight. There's points where they're just like, sorry, what? And then just cut away (laughs) to different conversations. And it, it just hits in that, like, this, they did need to Americanize it in that four kids way. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had to just fill time. The translation shortened the words, and we had to just fluff a bit. Mm. 
Um, but so she goes to eat her ice cream and then some kid bumps into her. So she like smashes her ice cream in her face. Um, and then they're like in a bamboo forest and something happens with candy and she like yells at her and flails around. And as she's flailing, she like throws a bag that she got from the souvenir shop. It has a doll inside that she got for her mom. And they're like, oh, gosh, hope it didn't break. And they look it out and it seems they get it out and it seems fine. But then the hair piece cracks off and now it's bald. And honestly, I love it. Yeah. What an improvement. (laughs) (laughs) Out of everything to break off of it, it was like something that was like pseudo of an accessory. Like it didn't destroy the whole doll. Like it's still a doll. It's still good. Yeah. So Um, it works. And they're back at the hotel and all the kids are eating dinner. And then they get ready for bed, and Pink is sulking, and her friends are like, cheer up! And then they have a pillow fight, and then amidst the pillow fight, they, like, knock a kettle of tea over, and it, like, they're, like, volleying it around the room, and Pink catches it above her head, and as she does so, the teacher opens the door, and she she pours the tea all over the teacher. <laughs> Shoot! <laughs> um... And now it's dark in their room, and it's truth or dare time. Um, And they're like, oh, Pink, what boy do you have a crush on? Is it this boy? Is it this boy? And then she's just like, "Mm, I'll tell you. (laughs) I have a crush on Peter Pan. It's my most private secret, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like... (laughs) Are they really gonna? Are they really gonna make fun of you for having a crush on a fictional character? Because hmm, hmm. you are fictional characters. <laughs> well, I just mean yeah, yeah. Who doesn't? Anyway, I, once again, I remember there was. I took a human sexuality class, and we did um, like anonymous survey things where he gave us like clickers, and we would answer questions, and then he would show us the results. And the question I wrote was, have you ever been attracted to a fictional character? And there was like a 16-year-old in the class taking it for a college credit. And with that question, she was like, ew. And she was the only one that said no. And I was just like, you're just trying to be cool. Yeah. The kids no, are not okay. Get over it. The kids aren't yeah. horny for cartoons anymore. <laughs> Society like, is failing. I, think, I do think she expected more people to say that they hadn't. But it's like... No, we've all on, accepted that. Old. Yeah. <laughs> we've all seen Minerva Minx. We all know it's hot. <laughs> uh, Back anyway. in my day, I had so many wives. <laughs> Yelling at your grandkids. Um, <laughs> so they, they do that, and the teacher comes and yells at them, and Pink is like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm bad luck. And then they're like, oh, your luck will turn around. And then it's villain time, and it's just the big red troll guy. And he's uh, watching TV, um, and he sees an ad for the expo, and he's like, whoa, look at all those people there. I'm going to go wreak havoc. Is someone knocking on my door? I swear to God. Leave me alone, Irene. (laughs) Um, Snow cone time. (laughs) (laughs) Irene's a cryptid. (laughs) Um, Wait, is she a Yeti? That explains why she needs to stay cold. (laughs) I've seen this before. Uh, I wish I've seen her. Um, Irene is just my crazy neighbor. Anyway, um, so it's a new day, uh, and Pink thinks her luck has changed, but it hasn't. Um, 
they go to a geisha village and yellow really wants to see a geisha and they're like oh my god where are they and then candy is like pink activate the lipstick charm and then she does it and then candy puts on the lipstick and she has a geisha costume and she's like (laughs) i hated this i'm right here um and then pink is like you know guys like maybe i should just split up from the group because i my bad luck is rubbing off on you guys um and then uh, the big red troll man is trying to harass some boys, but they think he's part of a show. But then he pulls out his, his book and sucks up the negative energy thing. And then the girls find him. And then uh, Pink's fortune paper blows towards him and he laughs at her for having bad luck. And then he summons a buffoon and it, it is the fortune paper. Um, and here I was thinking we would get like fun, cool designs for every buffoon. But no, it's nope. just the inanimate object with the same face. Yep. Um, And then the girls transform, and it's time to fight. And I tell you what, I notice that the fights are always the last ten minutes of the episode, and at least five minutes of it is, like, the transformation sequence and then the tiara thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so so much transformation time. Like, I, like, left, refilled my water, came back, and it was still playing. (laughs) It's absolutely wild. Yeah. Um... So yeah, they they got to do the tiara mode to defeat the blue nose buffoon. But Pink drops her compact into the river. Shoot, she hops down to grab it, and then the other girls get attacked and they're like weakened. And then uh, before the buffoon can take them all the way down, Pink comes back to help them. And the girls like hype her up, and they're like, "No, your luck, your luck is our luck because we're a crew." And then the power of friendship brings her compact back to her, and then they go tiara mode. And then they defeat the buffoon. Great. Could have um, gone TR mode immediately and defeated it real quick, but... They forgot, Brendan. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> um, and then after the fight is over and the red troll man leaves, um, the girls, like, they all laugh at Pink's bad luck. And at first she seems pretty upset about it, but then she's just like, okay, yeah, like, it was pretty funny. <laughs> You're right, I do suck. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny for you guys to make fun of me. <laughs> I'm not in a fragile place about you still. <laughs> um, and then they see some geishas, and they're like, oh, maybe your luck has changed, and then it's over. That's episode 12. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> one more. Uh, so yeah, uh, episode 13, uh, uh, a little bit different this time. Oh. But, uh, they're going... It's like the main day of the expo. They're uh, gathering up. They're on the bus going in. And the teacher's like, all right, everyone, you are middle schoolers, I assume. And we're letting you loose in a strange city. Just (laughs) Just, at least stick together, please. Just just, please. (laughs) Just be clear. The teacher doesn't say, I assume. (laughs) The teacher knows (laughs) what school they're at. It's like, hey, kids, I just wandered on this bus. I don't know what the fuck's happening. I guess you're on a field trip. Let's go. Let's have some fun. Yeah, you're like 11 or 12 or whatever. <laughs> Dope. Get out there. Go ha- go rip up the town. Uh, that's, me. that's me whenever I see like a nephew or like one of my cousin's kids. Like, what are you, 13 now? It's like, I'm four. It's like, yeah, that's the same thing. Yeah, sure. Here's a skateboard and some cigarettes. You'll figure it <laughs> <Have> out. Have fun. <laughs> I'm a terrible uncle. <laughs> uh, hey, you- hey, someone has to fill the role. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to be. 
but yeah, the teacher's like, if if there's any problem, there are uh, adult parent chaperones, so uh, check in with them. Okay, cool. So uh, the Ida is like, all right, uh, we need to uh, be the first ones to do everything. So let's just blast through all these exhibits. Uh, uh, I'm <laughs> genuinely excited about them. So don't fuck it up for me. <laughs> this is my time. <laughs> hey, it's learning time. I'm in my element. <laughs> uh, but they're like, yeah, let's get this out of the way so we can go eat and ha- have fun. Uh, so they go and visit like a castle exhibit first and Candy's like, hey, you promised to do my hair. Let's do it right this second or else I'm going to reveal your secret that you have a little gremlin thing. <laughs> Love Candy. Great character. Mm hmm. So uh, uh, they step away. Uh, uh, p- is it red, pink, red, yellow, pink? Yeah. Pink and yellow. Pink and yellow. I wrote it as red. Fuck it. Who cares? Um, <laughs> but pink and yellow step away so they can do Candy's hair. Uh, but the rest of the group moves on. And uh, immediately they're lost. They're separated. Uh, we then see that uh, the uh, witch enemy is is uh, looking for her slimy toad sourball candy. Uh, but she's all out of them. Uh, uh, toad balls. Mm. Uh, so she uh, sees a TV report. These monsters just love staying up to date on their local news. <laughs> uh, and uh, they talk about a candy shop at the expo that's selling mustard garlic taffy. I'd, I'd try it. I'd give it a shot. This... This feels very like hipstery of like oh yes uh, we're we're tapping into the umami taffy <laughs> market like we could probably find that candy shop somewhere here in L.A. Oh absolutely, um, but yeah so uh, first off uh, I sort of skimmed over this before when they're talking about like all the food they're gonna eat after it they say like, oh, we're going to try all of the different countries' uh, uh, foods. We can try Chinese food and Japanese food. I'm like, wait, where are <laughs> Hold you up. from? Hold up. <laughs> where is this This is for set? kids. They're in America. <laughs> and they took a train to Japan. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. No, they took they took a train to the Asia Pacific Expo. Oh, fair. Yeah, it it is in uh, Monterey, California. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, they're separated. They're like, okay, we'll just meet at the next place. Uh, some parent chaperones find the two lost girls, and they're like, oh, yeah, they probably went on ahead. Oh, here's some candy. Uh, take the boat to the museum. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, a lot of this episode is them just missing each other and saying, okay, let's just go to the next place. So I don't want to get too in-depth with it because it is just a lot of they go here they don't meet up they go to the next place oh they just miss each other uh, they don't meet up they go to the next place so yeah they they try going to a museum a zoo but they just keep missing each other uh pink and yellow uh keep stopping to eat food because they're like uh but well eh, we'll catch up eventually while we're here there's a food shop so they're starting to feel guilty that they're eating when everyone else is waiting to eat together afterwards. Uh, 
because the group of three are starving. <laughs> they are dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you guys think the chaperones were going to be the villains? Like, oh, was absolutely. so the way they were acting, I was like, oh god. They keep I, like running into him and keep setting him up like, ah, here, have some candy. I was like, all right, that'll poison yeah. the girls and they'll have to recover from it or something. Literally a stranger giving them candy. And they, yeah. they're they just like, nope, we're parent chaperones. Don't identify what school they're from or whose or parents they are. Yeah. If, <laughs> I, if I saw like any school group, I could walk up to them and be like, hey, I'm a parent chaperone. Because, yeah. That's how it works. What what other credentials do I need? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've always, like any field trip I was on, I was like, oh, I'm like Sarah's mom. It's like, okay, like it's someone I actually sure. know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what what a schoolmate of ours is from Long Island, based on the accent? <laughs> hey, yo, what's going on? I'm from Tokyo! Ah! Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they uh, keep running into the chaperones, who keep giving them more candy, and including some uh, mustard garlic taffy. And they're like, oh, I'm gonna stash this for later, <laughs> and throw it away. Mm-hmm. Um, so they keep getting lost uh they decide hey uh let's climb this giant tower and see if we can spot our friends just out there in the city somewhere sound logic mm-hmm. um, guess cell phones aren't around at this time yeah in 2012 <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah so the uh Witch arrives at the candy shop, and oh darn it, they're all sold out of the mustard garlic taffy. And she's like, ah, for that you will pay! And activates her negative energy summoning Her sharinga. Her Bloodline limit. Uh, but yeah, so she starts uh, siphoning some negative energy... Uh, and she sees the two girls in the tower, and she's like, oh, baller, two two birds, one stone, <laughs> and throws one of her balloon clown noses and turns the tower into a buffoon. Uh, uh, I will say the witch's name is Bruja, which I think is a fantastic name for a witch. <laughs> uh, it's a little on the clown nose for me. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so they're like, oh shit, that building turned into a monster. I guess we got to fight. Uh, so everyone transforms, but, ah, pink and yellow are in the tower, so they can't fight it because they're inside. I mean, I assume you could fuck it up from the inside, but okay. Um, yeah. But since it's a blue nose, they can't, they need all their powers combined to take it down. So they're like, okay, we gotta uh, get them out first and then we can take it down. So Candy is like, hey, remember at some point you probably got these butterfly charms? And they're like, uh, oh, yeah, I guess we do have that. All right. <laughs> Shit, the whole time? <laughs> cool. So they transfer that power, and uh, the girls on the ground get the power of butterfly wings so they can fly around and be on the level of the tower. Convenient. <laughs> um, Plot relevance. Interesting. <laughs> uh, so uh, they are like, okay, we gotta make the tower dizzy so hopefully it can fall down and they can just walk out of its mouth. Uh, they do it, uh, they end up feeding it some of the mustard garlic taffy, 
and it is so disgusted it uh it barfs up the girls i love spirited away <laughs> uh, delicious mm. i really wanted just a very visceral shot of a giant tower vomiting in a city <laughs> but it just like just flooding the streets <laughs> but it just spits just the girls out like it opens his mouth oh, like Pooey. it's gonna barf but yeah it just goes like Pooh, and it spits out just the two girls <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, with them out, they unite and take down the buffoon, and they're like, "Ah, oh, great, we did it. Back to the field trip. <laughs> we found each other. <laughs> uh, so then they're like, okay, uh, fuck the rest of this shit. Let's just eat. <laughs> who, who cares? We already had to do combat. Let's, ah, uh, fuck it. Let's just, there's some takoyaki here. Let's do it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and then they, we just get, like, picture screenshots of them having a fun time. The end. Uh, except the musical number changed for this one. It sure did. At the end. It's- okay, I wasn't sure if it was the same all three episodes or just this one. Because, yeah, this one was weird. Yeah, the first two episodes had the same musical dance number. This one okay. was different. This one it didn't sure have the uh, disturbing, like, minor key thing. This was just a uh, pop song, yeah, girls, uh, type of thing. <laughs> Kept saying they were going to, like, L- like, it felt like uh, the Miley Cyrus song of, like, going to L.A. and, like, going to the beach. I mean, the lyrics don't say I'm going to get fucked up in L.A., but it had that vibe to it. Like, it feels it's like party a... party in the USA. It feels like a club <laughs> song. And I'm just like, this feels so off. Like, this feels so weird to me. Uh, but yeah, the, these are our three episodes. The whole time I just kept looking at the green girl and I was like, I miss cabbage from Tokyo. <laughs> um, it's lettuce. She turns into a dolphin. It's just, <laughs> she turns it into a porpoise. <laughs> that just, that exchange. A manatee? This show is so <laughs> fucked up. Just out of context. Uh, uh, I miss cabbage. It's lettuce. She turns into a dolphin. <laughs> God, My lettuce dolphin. makes no sense. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Welcome to Magical Girls, the genre. <laughs> oh. But yeah, yeah. so uh, how, how are we feeling about the uh, reign of five kids? <laughs> Here's how I feel. We are three adults. <laughs> Debatable. I think that this show was fine for children. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It- I thought, I mean, like... There's something about this that I much prefer over actual four kids. Like, I think... Because it's not terrible. I guess. Like, it's like, obviously, it's like extremely formulaic and whatever, and it's got all the transformation sequences and stuff. But, like, I think it's, I think it's fine, you know? I think it's got clear lessons and Mm -hmm. friendship and four children. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, after watching this, after a hundred episodes of our show of watching various animes, we've definitely seen much, much, much worse. Yeah. yeah, And we've seen better stuff. But yeah, this is, like, watching it, I'm like, I'm not interested in this, but it's not mm-hmm. objectively bad. Like, it's, it, like we said, the animation's done so much better than, like, <laughs> four kids' animes were back in the day. Um, yeah, the writing is, like, pretty schlocky and, like, on those, but yeah, it's, it's, clearly a kid's show mm-hmm. and i've mentioned how like madoka magica has ruined me for magical girls because the whole time like at one point pink is like i have a crush on a boy and he'll always stay a boy i was like oh no he's dead 
it's like ghost, that's ghost boyfriend yeah. <laughs> something and she's like it's peter pan i was like that makes more sense um <laughs> darn it but like yeah this is like it's there i don't there were moments where like the lens had a weird dark filter on it and i couldn't really understand why that was happening it seemed kind of inconsistent mm. um or maybe i just wasn't paying enough attention to when it happened um, but yeah, I don't think there's going to be a crazy twist to it, like Yuki Yuna is a hero or Madoka Magica or something like that. I think this is just, yeah, like you said, a standard kids show. And it's the stuff we grew up with. It's just for the next generation. So it's just, you know, the techniques of drawing it are better. But yeah, it it's a kids show. I'm not going to keep watching it, but Mm-mm. I'm not going to say like, this is garbage. Get it out of my face. It's just like, it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I truly appreciated that there is a show being made that fits and fulfills the role of four kids that we had. Like, it it's oddly comforting watching this and being like, ah, in 20 years, some kids are going to find this again and be like, oh, this fucking sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> like have fond nostalgia for it and then rewatch and go, oh no. Yeah, like truly how we view for kids, I feel like kids now are going to look back and be like, oh yeah, this show sucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> the like, cycle I, continues. Yeah, it, uh, it, it's just so comforting to have the cycle go on and not be like, no, this is an like four kids it will be an undecipherable experience for youth. It's like no, <laughs> there's going they to have be their own. mediocre get the job done kid shows regardless of your age or era. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I think it will change because it's not specifically Saturday morning because like back then it's like you have to watch it at this time or you'll never see it again. So it kind of it makes you feel like I need to watch this just at context. But now everything's on demand. So it's like, eh, I don't, I feel like less people are going to watch it if it's at their own leisure versus like, you know, catching this show before your favorite show comes on next after on Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's God knows. Like I've uh, worked on some stuff like Yokai watch and <laughs> we worked on that. And that was its own uh, group of headaches. But for the Christmas party at work, my boss got a Yokai watch watch like the toy. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, it's like Pokemon. And like, but good Christ, that toy is like so loud. It has like a sound clip in it. And like it goes for like four minutes straight. Oh, no. <laughs> it just oh. became a nightmare at work. Anytime someone like, oh, what's this? And like activate it and then run out of the room. We're just like, nah, we're trapped. But yeah, it, it gave, <laughs> like you're saying, it gave me the same feeling of like, oh, this is just the next generation of kids. Pokemon or Digimon or, you know. <laughs> Yeah, the circle continues. Time is a circle. We're all fleeting <laughs> memories until we fade away into dust. Like it's yeah, weird. If, cool. if it wasn't being uh, <laughs> if it wasn't being rebooted, I would say this is this generation's Tokyo Mew Mew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If there wasn't, uh, that's that's going to be interesting when it's the reboots of a previous generation competing with the new generation of the same thing. But I mean, I, I feel like the reboots aren't for. They are for people who watched Grew it when with, they were kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but still. Like, yeah. we, we, got, we won't watch it on the show, but there is currently a Digimon reboot, which is just a reboot of the first season. And yeah, watching it, I'm like, they're skipping through so much so fast. I'm like, this isn't for anyone coming into it new. This is for me who grew up with it. Mm. So yeah, I agree with that. But yeah, it's, well. it's fine. We 
Yeah. We aren't there, but we we were never going to be there. Uh, <laughs> we can be wistful for the future. <laughs> it didn't leave a bad taste in our mouth, which is better than my picks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, 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 thank you, Ruben Quest, for this uh, recommendation. Uh, what do we have going on next week? Next week is my pick, but it is also our two-year anniversary. Ooh, Ooh. the paper yeah. anniversary. No, pa- wood, the cardboard. I I don't know what two is. The anime anniversary. Hey, the anime anniversary. And we really burnt ourselves out last year with four kids a thon. <laughs> so this year, I just decided to go ahead and pick a gay. Uh, I think we've earned it <laughs> as a treat. Yeah. Oh, let me let me go and get some of the top shelf anime. <laughs> uh, me... I mean, I've heard I've Blow heard this off. is good. Yeah. So fingers crossed, we're gonna watch Do. Hold on. Here we go. Hold on. It means classmates. Okay. I know that. Do Kusei. Do Kusei. That's what we're watching. The first three episodes. Interesting. Well, if there's a recommendation you, the listener, would like us to watch, you can send your recommendations to us. Our email is areweattheryet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram, arewetheryet on both. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I do sometimes. Thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song stories. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. I think I'm going to buy a toy of one of those compacts. Ooh.